Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We are finishing up our month of Pride books with the latest anthology to come out. Uh, actually, I guess I found out while researching this issue that there were two Pride anthologies that came out. Uh, Marvel did one and DC did one. And we did DCs because it was better publicized because I obviously did not hear about the Marvel one uh, until today when we were about to record. Ta-da! 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 Which might have been easier for me because I had no idea who like five all of these people were except for Batwoman. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple a in DC. there. Well, Vol there's the a couple part. in here that we've talked about though, because Midnighter is in this. We've talked about him on a Pride mm-hmm. Month before. Uh, I th- no, I, I knew some of them. I just there was yeah. a couple on like like Lady Flash, or I, I didn't know who she was. So oh yeah, okay yeah. So anyway, we will get into it. Uh, but uh, we have a uh, a full round table with us uh, in the Rumpus Room. We have Todd in the Hello. Angelic White Room. We have Adam, Hello. and in the Blurry Champagne Room we have Lena, and Hello. I am here in the library. I am Brian. Uh, let's see. So, uh, basically the gen, I mean, there isn't a general gist of this book. It's, it's an anthology. It's a bunch of different, uh, creators who have come together to write a bunch of different, uh, LGBTQIA stories featuring DC characters. Um, and that's, and each one is a little bit different, but, uh, we will start out. Adam, what is our cocktail for this week? Uh, yeah. So our cocktail this week is called Through the Mirror. Uh, you're going to use, uh, one and a half ounce coconut rum, one ounce of blue curacao, four ounces of pineapple juice. Uh, you take a chilled cocktail glass. Uh, you're going to rim it with blue sugar. I think we know how to make blue sugar by now. Uh, you're going to add all the ingredients to an ice-filled shaker. You're going to shake the shit out of it and then strain into the glass and garnish with a lemon wheel. Nice. I uh, like that. Yeah. Kind of simple. Very simple. Um, okay. Drinking game rules. Who wants to I had a first? hard time with this one. Yeah. So okay. I, let me no, just do it really fast. So mine is PDA. Whenever you're, they show public displays of affection. Okay. Elena? Uh, relationships. Uh, doesn't mm. matter if you're in a gay or straight relationship, it's still always a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm uh, gonna that's going to be a ringtone right there. I, <laughs> <laughs> you need to, you need to send ass. it to me. You need to uh, send that to me so I can make it your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> So here's the thing. I'm in a very happy relationship, but holy fuck, every single one of these, it's it it, it other than the the bat girl one, right? Bat girl, bat woman, bat I don't woman, know, bat woman, bat woman. See, yep. I don't fucking know. Uh, I know Marvel. I don't know DC. Um, yeah, I uh, other than hers, the rest of them were very much a like relationship thing and it just was i don't know it just so when you feel like oh they're they, they still go through the same shit everyone else does because it's the same bullshit take a drink oh okay. I, I almost went with uh my dream game rule was i'm late i'm late for a very important date <laughs> was like the recurring theme here todd you can have that one <laughs> There we are. Okay, Todd. We'll cut that out and make it sound like it's your own original idea. Todd, what is your drinking game rule? I'm late, I'm late. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, I'm useful. You didn't give me enough information to cut that out yet, Todd. What do you mean? Adam's staying in there until you can... You actually have to explain the drinking game rule for me to be able to, like, make it sound like it was your idea originally. You gotta give me something to work with in editing. No, I'll totally just take Adam's and go with it. Okay. There's... You don't need to, like, edit it around and make me seem different than what this is. Just do okay. it. Uh, my drinking game rule is inspired by Adam. It's called Aww. What's Their Face? Uh, every time you don't recognize someone in the book, take a drink. That was almost uh, mine too. <laughs> well, I'd be dead by the end of this book. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so since there isn't a real story, I think what we've done on anthologies before, which I think is the most successful, mm -hmm. is uh, we all kind of pick a specific one that we liked and kind of discuss that. I rather enjoyed Batwoman by Tinian. Yeah. That's mine too, yeah. Um, I think it was the strongest one of the bunch here, frankly, mm -hmm. is what's so interesting as a character study and what I've always enjoyed with Batwoman. I mean, what's um, those who don't know is she is a cousin to Bruce Wayne, but she was in the military academy and she got confronted with, are you gay or not? And she says, I'm not going to lie about who I am. And she got kicked out. So the fact that being gay is not a um, added on yeah. aspect to this character, it's central core. And then she was lost for a few years before figuring some other stuff out on how she can still serve. Yeah, she uh, was in a U-Haul. So, Batwoman, <laughs> TV show. But Batwoman uh, has a very strong sense of self. Mm -hmm. And what's so interesting here and with the stories is she's got this uh, sister of hers that disappears she thought was dead and comes back. And the fact that she's got this lost sister of going, she always knew just how to act, and I didn't. So she was always the part that me was missing. It was a great... And Tenyon himself has come out, by the way, as part of the LGBT mm -hmm. community. And he's currently writing the main Batman book. But of, I don't know how to act. I just think how my sister would do it. She always seemed to know. And it's the um, finding her own way. And it's not, it's coming to the acceptance of my way is not the wrong way. It just took a while to accept that. Mm -hmm. And what felt like it before of, I don't feel like I measure up to my sister versus I don't have to be the same as her. I just need to be me. Yeah. And it was a very introspective character study upon that. And they had some fun with the colors and the lack of color and back and forth of going on there here. But it was a self-acceptance of identity and the strength of the um, ego of it all is okay. what I rather enjoyed. Uh, anybody else have any thoughts on that? Because I know a couple of people jumped on to. Well, that that, so that was my favorite one. When we get around to me, I have a different one I'm going to talk about too. But I mm -hmm. think because uh, that was what Mad Hatter was kind of the bad guy in this one. Yeah, my mm -hmm. understanding. Yeah, sort of. So, yeah. Jervis. Yeah, Jervis. Yeah. What I really loved about this was, you know, she's she is such a confident woman, and but growing up when she, you know, she had those doubts, and she kept on talking about the, the fact that she was like a reflection in the mirror, and how. She viewed herself as maybe like the broken part of the mirror and or the distorted part. And it, it hit home for me because I, I'm sure with a lot of LGBT people my age, and I, it does seem like it's getting easier with Gen Z and the newer young kids, you know, the, the whippersnappers. Um, <laughs> you kind of feel that way, especially as like a teenager when everything kind of clicks on and you're like, oh shit, like everyone around me, like he likes a girl, she likes a guy. And I like, I like him because he's cute and she's like, it's all that weird stuff. And so you do, especially growing up religious, have that really, you look in the mirror and the reflection you see back is distorted and you don't know what it's, it's almost like looking in a funhouse mirror because everyone around you sitting there and yeah of course puberty hits and everyone looks like shit because your body goes crazy and you've got acne and your voice is weird and you've got hair in strange places that you didn't know you could have hair in uh but at least as as hard as that is for everyone when you're in a situation where now this this already gross image of you is now t way too tall and skinny or short and fat or turned upside down it's hard it's really hard mm -hmm. and you can go back and talk about how a lot of my anxiety and stuff kind of stemmed from that and why there are a lot of lgbt people who do have uh, mental health struggles is kind of comes from that and it was really really cool to see her as she grew up she became more confident and then obviously became batwoman and everything else and mm -hmm. i do want i actually do want to read more batwoman and i want to watch the tv show because i've heard it's really good how that image of yourself changes and when you look in the mirror now it's not you know there might be a couple little cracks here and there because i think all of us look in the mirror and see cracks no matter you know unless you're like you know elon musk because he looks in the mirror and sees the joker grinning at him uh but 
I'm telling you, Maybe. he's going to be a supervillain. He's going to be Lex Luthor. Uh, he's just putting his face on Mars. Like Bezos? Like, <laughs> he, they're going to team up together. They're going to be like Lex Luthor and Darkseid. I don't know. Or Dr. Uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. There we go. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll cross. We'll, yeah. we'll cross universes. But it, yeah, it was cool to, you know, when I was an adult and looking back and seeing where I've come from and seeing that reflection in the mirror change. And it's never going to be perfect. You know, you're never going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, this is the greatest guy in the world. But you can remember when I was really bad going through like my depression and I was trying to just get by every single day. And my buddy Joey, we were sitting there for his birthday. I'll never forget this. We were at a bar uh, outside the patio smoking. And he's like, well, what, what do you see when you look in the mirror? He's like, do you hate yourself? I'm like, oh, you have no idea. Like, I can't look at myself in the mirror. I hate myself. He's like, the trick is you need to get to a point where you can look in the mirror. You may not need to love that person, but you need to at least like them. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of an eye-opening moment for me. And you know, there, there are days I look in the mirror still and I say like, yeah, that's a pretty cool dude. And I wouldn't know so if I say I love the thing I see in the mirror, but having gone on my journey, having worked through a lot of stuff and now being comfortable and being who I am as a member of the LGBT community, like that image there, it's my own personal things I need to deal with. It's not the bullshit from society that's telling me what I need to look like. Mm -hmm. It's not this skewed image based on what my parents think, what my pastor thought, what my friends thought about the fact that I'm attracted to guys and I want to date men and occasionally have sex with them, but that's just every so often it's, you know, it's it's side thing. But it's really, really cool to look in the mirror and not have to see that disordered reflection anymore. And that's why this, that first story for me was very, very personal because it was about family, it was about love, it was about trust and about owning up to who you are. And yeah, you're facing a struggle to do that, but it was tied in with all the other bullshit around it, of course. But no, it's, I think it's a very, very universal journey that a lot of people take. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I, I, I'm glad they opened with it because it was like, oh yeah. yeah, this is a strong start to the book. But then there wasn't as much afterwards that lived up to it. And I think that's kind yeah. of my 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 uh, qu- quibble with this book is it kind of uh, it shot its wad way too early. Yeah. But it's definitely the <laughs> that's actually a thing. It's about guns and the Revolutionary War. Go look it up, kids. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely the strongest one in the book. So I do have another one that is my pers- second favorite. But I've been talking about this one a lot, so I'm going to let other people hop on first. So, uh, Lena, let's jump to you. Uh, you. I like this one because it didn't have to do with just the relationship side of everything. Mm-hmm. Although there was, I did have a question on one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. I read this mm-hmm. on my on the plane ride back from from Connecticut, and um, I was confused by some of them. I, the, I guess my biggest issue is I didn't understand. I didn't know who any these people were Mm -hmm. so i knew um i kind of figured out batwoman because of the the big red bat yeah (laughs) they said batwoman yeah Um, and I knew the whole Ivy and, and, uh, Harley thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I hate the way that, that, that part of the, that, the way it was drawn, I hated it Mm -hmm. so, so much. Um, the green lantern thing, is that Mm -hmm. canon that he's. So yes, the, that is the original green lantern. Uh, the one that most people are familiar with is Hal Jordan. The second one, I think. But that's like or the third. yeah. I don't know. That's but that's that's supposed to be the golden age. Okay. Um, yeah, Green Lantern, and then they basically said that yes, he was uh, basically and, a, a closeted homosexual during his time as Green Lantern. Then he come. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember the whole okay. thing of like he's and dead and he comes back and whatever. So, so his is that his son? I think so. Yes. Okay. So, that, yeah. His son is who? Because he was like in a costume too, and he looked like a bad guy. I yeah, was that was very my question. Confused. Who he was? Let me take a look. I, I I knew who it was when I looked at him. He was like in he was in like blue and black, and he had like tentacle things coming out, and I was like, I don't, 
are you a good guy? Are you a bad guy? I was very confused as to what was going on there, uh, which I feel like I say on most of these episodes. <laughs> and then, um, no, I was right with you. I had to, I, that's actually was me. One of my questions because I don't know who that is. And then the, and I, I, the last one with the girl that's from Supergirl, right? That's the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dreamer. Dream. Dream. Yeah. That was dreamer. Is it dream? Dreamer. She has the powers of dream. Yes. Okay. As an energy blast, but it's I don't, yeah, again, I was like, she's talking to a guy on the phone, and I'm going, I'm I'm confused. So Brainiac? Yeah, and I was like, Oh, Mrs. Brainiac, whatever it is? No, it's a guy, so it's... It's It's Brainiac. It's Brainiac. okay. So she's talking to Brainiac, and they're talking about going out on a date, and I'm like, I don't understand how this is pride. It's because I don't watch the show, and apparently Dreamer is is a trans woman, which you would have no idea when you're reading this if you don't know who the character is to begin with. So I'm yeah. like, why is this story in a pride? It wasn't until they they actually had like a thing about Dreamer at the end of the mythology uh-huh. that I was like, oh, she's trans. Okay, I get it. But when you're reading the, the actual story, I was like, um, why is this in a, a pride book? Like, I don't, it's a, she's dating a guy. And not to sit here and say that that's not, you know, but that they both look like, and because in a comic you have no like i don't know i i was very confused for a minute because i didn't know who the character sure. was so if you don't know who any of these people are you're gonna be confused through most of it because yeah. i just didn't understand because i don't i know batman and superman and that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge on dc like <laughs> I don't really know anybody else. And I don't watch any of the shows on the CW. Neither do I. Which I think they're all getting canceled and, and like stopping. For, like they're all kind of ending at this point too. So I, I don't know who any of them are. I don't, I didn't know who half of these people were. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just, it was a little confusing. And then there was one character that halfway through, I was like, wait, this is DC. This isn't, this isn't Marvel. And I can't remember who the hell it was. And I was like, is this, I forget what character it was. Damn it. I don't remember. Anyway, I was reading through it and I was like, I thought it was somebody from Marvel. And I was like, wait a second. This isn't a Marvel, Marvel comic book. This is DC. I have no idea who the fuck this is. So I just, I got very confused through most of this because I didn't, I don't know who the characters are um, and how they all kind of, oh, that's what it was. The guy that looks like Dr. Strange. And I was like, oh like, yeah. Okay. That's Marvel. That's not, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> <I just laughs> yeah. These people were so um i so, the marvel the guy who looks like dr strange they actually mention a second time in the book right. uh they go back okay. when they're talking to is it the love life with uh aqualad is that who it is where is it yeah i think he's learning or the other yeah the other guy is yeah like, he says I'm he's studying with and they mentions it being like because uh he's like you know because he knows raven so i'm assuming he's part of the teen titans but it says something to the effect of no i've been studying magic under the great gregora de la vega is who that is right so well he's sort of he like, looks like dr strange 100 right yes he does and that's why sure. when i was reading it i was like i know who that i'm like wait a second no i don't know who the fuck that no is. i don't know who, that who is. i'm thinking that is is not in this yeah. universe but the character he's talking to you would probably know because character he's talking to is Constantine. Uh-huh. Yes. 
Okay. But yeah. I didn't know Constantine was a DC yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The only thing yeah. I ever watched uh, th- was the Keanu Reeves movie. So yeah. I had no idea. Like, that was my big problem with this had nothing to do with the stories. I just didn't know who any of these characters were. Yeah. And so it was hard for me to be like, oh, this is great. And, and representation is wonderful. I am a big, big fan. But because mm-hmm. I have no idea who they are, like that Dreamer one, I was thoroughly confused. At the end with that look, that's well, and the thing and about the dreamer one, too, though, is, is that this is her first appearance in a comic book. She's actually yeah. a character who was invented for the television show. So, yeah. even if you're a hardcore comic book fan but didn't re- watch the TV show, you wouldn't know right. who she was either, you know. Well, and that I, I just I, that, but I was I was just confused through most of it. And I wonder if we had read the Marvel one, if I had would have been as confused. So, yeah. fun story about that. I just actually looked that up because I haven't read it yet. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, as we, we, We're actually recording this one early, as I'm sure you could all know. So, But uh, the Marvel one, well, by the time this comes out, will have been out. But it doesn't come out until June 23rd, which is like two weeks away from where we are now mm-hmm. in the real world. But I was looking at it, and actually Karen Gillan did some stuff with it, too. So I'm kind of yeah. interested now in, in jumping in and seeing. There's like an Iceman story. There's a couple different stories. And, but, yeah. Uh, I, I think what I'm having... Hmm? Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Oh, what were you saying? You had a question, I thought. Oh, what, what's interesting with it, and it's an inside baseball thing to watch, but you look at the writers who did a bunch of this stuff. You have Cena Grace, you have um, Vita Ayala, and a few others. Most of them, those writers are currently writing X-Men books right now. That makes sense, though. Oh, so cool. you've got, so they're actively have, they actively have X-Men books ongoing as we speak, but they um, came over and did this. So that's interesting. I find that interesting. Oh, yeah. and and I, because you guys know obviously more than I do. Who, who is this? The the um Michael Jackson looking one with the no face. No face. Yeah, I believe what is she. That? I believe she's associated with the character The Question. Is, yeah. Am I right on that? It's time? Renee Montoya as The Question. Oh, so Renee Montoya, she's actually from Gotham Central. Yes. Okay. So um, I, I can I can add a little bit to this. I, I know a little bit about this character. I didn't realize it was Renee Montoya. Uh, so mm-hmm. what ended up happening, it's actually a really great series. We probably should read it at some point in time. Is it is a series wonderful. called Gotham Central. The best way I can describe it is, imagine Law and Order, but Batman shows up on occasion to help solve cases. And it's about uh, the Gotham Police Department. Renee Montoya is uh, an out uh, lesbian cop who uh, ends up like she's kind of by the book and then ends up having kind of play by Batman's rules in order for her to get the justice that she seeks. The fascinating thing that they did, and I didn't realize this until Todd had told me, is that Mm -hmm. they had two different writing and art teams on this book, but one art team did the night shift and one art team did the day shift. So I think it was Ed Brubaker did the night shift. Yeah, and Greg Rucka did the day shift. Yeah, so like, so like, as one, as you see these crossovers between characters as they walked in now, and I didn't realize that that was what they're doing, and it adds a lot to that book. But so, yeah. uh, so then the question was like an old, like forties character, I think, right? Yes, I want to well, say. Well, no, so, yeah. it wasn't that old. So the question really came about from Ditko. I think it was okay. Ditko. And he is really the uh, personification of the Ayn Rand ideal in a lot uh-huh. of ways. Um, so if you're familiar with that, you understand the question at this point. But he was a charlatan character. So when DC bought the Charlton comics, um, he came over. Much like DC, I mean, it's interesting to watch with how much has been purchased in the past. Yeah. But the Charlton comic line got folded in. Much like Wildstorm was purchased by DC. And like Midnighter is part of Wildstorm. And that mm-hmm. shows up. And other things are coming through 
here, but the, um, yeah, so the question is uh, quite the detective with no face because um, the truth doesn't have the need for that kind of a thing going for it. it it's an interesting thing, but he's a bizarre thing, but the original character of the question uh, passes on the mantle to Rene Montoya. Is that in the Jeff Lemire book? Because I noticed Jeff Lemire just did a question book, and I haven't read Vic it Vic Sage. No, he's okay. he's using the original character of Victor okay. Sage. Vic Sage. Okay. Yeah. Um, Actually, that's a good segue, though, because that actually was one of, like, outside of the obvious first uh, Batman story, that was one I really kind of liked, just because I kind of liked the... Mm-hmm. It felt, and knowing this Renee Montoya, it makes a lot more sense because she has always been a character that seems to be able to balance the aspects of her life a little better than other people. And being able sure. to have sort of like her day job, her romantic life, and her superhero life kind of all blended together in sort of a nice little realm. I kind of liked it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we all, I mean, there is always that struggle of like a superhero trying to deal with their secret identity and their real life and all sorts of stuff. It was kind of nice to see someone actually had their shit together a little bit um right you know and so i i enjoyed that and knowing that renee montoya as a character who is a great character um mm-hmm. even without being the question i think she's a fascinating and interesting character um yeah that but that was part of what i, I dug on that as well um i had some else oh uh to answer your question going back a little bit lena uh so the green lantern that we saw is uh alan scott who is from the 1940s and the, uh, his son is actually a character named Obsidian, who did appear in the 1940s in the comics. He got his powers. His powers are mainly based on shadows. And he got those powers when his dad was fighting an uh, evil wizard, apparently. So that's part of the reason why he also, uh, I believe, was training with a wizard to kind of enhance his powers. Am I mixing things up? A wizard here? did it. Yeah. Oh, no. But like, but is the son also gay? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. That's why I was like, I'm trying to figure figure out what was going on here yeah. because I because I don't know who any of these characters are. Yeah. It was it was like you need to have all this past knowledge and I was like I don't know who any of these people are. I yeah. got really confused by the faceless woman. I got very confused <laughs> by the by the Green Lantern thing because then his son was a looked like he was a villain and I was like I don't I don't really know what's going on. Because yeah. they like they went downstairs and then they went into their like alter egos and I was like I don't understand why like yeah. is there a reason for that? I I think it's because Alan Scott... Well, A, I think Obsidian has his powers based on shadows. So I think that's why when he's in a shadowy area and no one's around, I think he just naturally morphs to whatever his powers are. Green Lantern, part of that thing was, is him not being able to discuss what he does, and Green Lantern's power is basically, I mean, it's a very Disney idea, even though it's not owned by Disney, but it's like, it's all the power of imagination, like, it's the basis of the phantasmic, yeah. you know what I mean? So, the will and the uh, and the uh, imagination, whatever, so like, and it was kind of a nice thing of him being like, I can't really describe my experience, so I'm going to try to show you my experience, and it was a I, I kind of like that story just because it was sort of like this idea of... No, um, I actually, I really enjoyed yeah. it, but I was real confused. Yeah, no, for like, sure. Because I was like, I don't, is this, like, I, I was just, I was confused. The only one that really got me that I was just like, this didn't need to be here was the whole Harlequin and, and Poison Ivy yeah. thing. It was unnecessary. It was poorly drawn. It was just not, like, you could have put a different story in there. You could have put any, like, you could have expanded one of the other ones anything like or or even kept the two characters and done something different but that mm-hmm. was just that was like bullshit filler crap like yeah. that just made me i was like what is this yeah although that's where my drinking game came in because she's like we need to talk about our relationship and i was like mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, I, I think it's a double-edged sword here because, like, on one side, you have DC that is celebrating their characters that, in canon, are gay. So, yeah. like, it's like, okay, so that's great. And so for comic book fans and LGBT members, it's great to have that representation. Cool. From another side point, it would be nice to have a little bit of a, of a you know, like a previously on, or you should know, like, these are who these characters are. Here's yeah. a quick backstory reference for these characters. Perhaps, because, like, this could very easily be a good entry point for a lot of readers you know sure. and like it would mm -hmm. be nice to have that kind of connection there um and i think that that's i i understand both sides of it because like their tried and true audience knows all the shit and doesn't want that extra shit but then there's also this potential of like even just a refresher like uh i think of the book um fables where at the beginning of every book they kind of go through these are the characters that you're going to encounter in this book and this is what's been happening previous because like from trade to trade like it can be months fables is coming back I know. I'm a little weirded out about that, but we'll discuss who that is? later. The Fables is coming back to him. Oh, uh, they said Vertigo. Squiggles. I was like, who the fuck is Squiggles? Squiggles well, is my code name. Um, so, yeah. but that, yeah, and and not only that, but I guess the, of the two characters that I actually really knew, mm -hmm. it was such a piece of shit story. Yeah, <laughs> it just was. I love. Listen, Ivy and Harley are actually really cool characters. They're mm -hmm. really badass. Yeah. They're not, but that was such a shit story where it's just them fighting some butthole monster. Yeah, butthole plant monster and talking and, and trying to have like a serious co like relationship conversation while they're doing it. And it's just like, this is just poorly written. Like, you know, I, I think that would work better live action or animated well or arguably in a longer story like it does yes. feel like one of those things where it's like there's a problem going on they get called away to deal with a problem so they're continuing to fight this monster while discussing and so the fight which, is becomes this yeah which right, would yeah. make sense but in an anthology with that being the only thing that you're seeing yeah. Yeah. it was just like what the fuck is this and and not only that so um there was one last part of this and and you guys explained to me because i didn't know what the hell was going on and i think i just got like fresh because I also, on the plane while I was reading this, was sitting next to a man who spent the entire uh, plane ride watching Fox News. The entire oh, so, um, what the hell was that last story? I know they were at a pride parade, but I have oh, no yeah. idea. You what don't care like. about the JLQ? I don't understand. That what? also irritated the shit out of me, to be what? honest with you. Like, what was JLQ. that all about? I'm like, okay, they're at a pride parade. He's on the treasure trail. That's about it. I don't, I don't, I don't and again, not being in DC, I had no clue the fuck any of them. I, I have I guesses. I didn't know who any of them were. There was talk of them that it was like they all get in their their like alter ego super outfits, and I was like, who the fuck are these people? Like I had no idea what happened in that last story. I think Todd can answer this, but I want to see if can you answer this, Todd? Who they are? Yeah. Uh -uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make uh -uh. my guesses. Okay, it wasn't based, just me. <laughs> based on context clues, this is what I think they are. This is what they are. They're the gay. one they do refer to as Aqualad. So I believe that is yeah. a, someone who okay. is somehow related to Aquaman. Um, you know, like, so it'd be like Aquaboy or whatever. It's made me think of the movie Cabin Boy. And when I return, I, I shall be a cabin man. Yes, these pipes are clean. Um, uh, yeah, so um, that was a really deep cut that if someone got that joke. Uh, if they watch Shit's Creek, they should know about Cabin Boy. That's also true. Um, but uh, anyway, so 
And since he is related to um, Aquaman, uh, his power is deemed from the water. Uh, he also talks about knowing Raven, who is a member of a Teen Titans. So yep. I'm assuming there's some sort of association there. The other guy, I wasn't 100% on who they were. But I also just thought it was funny. There was a villain who brings a storm. And it's like, you just like the hero that's going to save the day. You just gave them ammunition to kick your ass. Like you bring in the rain to a guy whose power is based off of water, which I thought was just sort of a weird, stupid move. But whatever. That story was a little more annoying to me because it was just a little too, uh, just, I don't know, like pandering? transparent. Like, just <laughs> like you know, pandering. Pandering is a better way of saying it. Yeah. I know what it is. So, yeah. most of these stories have been very personal. Yeah. Like, even, even the one with Harley and, and uh, Poison Ivy, like fighting, that was a personal thing in their life with, yeah, yeah. that should have been longer. Uh, Batwoman was very personal. This one was just kind of like, if it wouldn't have been included in this again, going back to like, Hey, if this was like a full issue of a comic, it would have been fine. But because it was thrown in here because it had LGBT characters and it was a theme going on with it, it just seemed so tonally different than mm-hmm. pretty much everything else in there. That's, I think that's kind of why it bugged me too. Aside from the fact that I didn't know who the fuck any of those people were. <laughs> yeah. And because I didn't know who they were and this seemed so different, like it didn't belong, I didn't care. And I think yeah. that was my problem with that last issue. And again, like I think the bar was set so high with Batwoman that it was it was like when we did Indigenous People's Month that we didn't read. I'm glad we didn't read that one book first because everything else would have been. Yeah. Except for Secret Path. That was amazing. But everything else yeah. would have been so far down the, the pole on that. So yeah, would have yeah. been rough. Yeah. The other one for me that was really cool I liked was the uh, was the Green Lantern one. So I really mm-hmm. liked how they did the old timey art style. Like you felt like you were reading a comic. Oh, yeah. Like, I uh, noticed that too. The, the, the dot stuff yeah the, yeah mm-hmm. and i really really enjoyed the his telling the story of when he was younger and going to the the speakeasy gay bar mm-hmm. and how they made them because it was technically illegal to be there to be gay they didn't have a liquor license so they made them actually illegal by drinking alcohol that wasn't provided or like was it was it during prohibition or it was something like that where they it was just after prohibition ended yeah and th- that was really cool because people are getting more in- interested in it now but like a lot of times people just kind of forget about where gay rights started and everything else so oh, yeah. like Talk about your stone walls, Dodgers of Belitis, all that kind of fun stuff. So it was cool to kind of bring that in because more people are learning about them. Yeah, I mean, you know, right now if you go on Facebook, you're going to see pictures of Marsha P. Johnson everywhere. And I bet you two years ago, most people didn't know who she was unless mm-hmm. they were, you know, older gay men and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, that was actually my second favorite one. But yeah, the, my least favorite definitely was the the Pride Parade at the end. It was colorful and it was a fun little battle, but uh, it just didn't feel like it belonged. No. Yeah. They're actually um, discussing whether or not to put out a JLQ book. Here's the thing. I don't mind the yeah. concept of a JLQ, but I feel like it should be QJLA is what I think it should be. That's what makes more sense to me. Sure. But you know what I mean? But that's that's a totally different issue. Um, yeah. I don't know if I feel how I feel about a JLQ. Is that so Justice League also, queer or what? Yeah, basically. Yeah, Justice League oh. queer. Because I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it and I'm coming up with Justice League quarterly. So I was like, huh? Yeah, no. Like, I, I don't know. When that name showed up, I felt like that even that name was a little, I don't know. I, it just kind of burped me. I was like, this is a little weird. Well, and, and um, t- talking about that, I was actually, I was uh-huh. talking to a coworker or someone about uh, the word queer and about how I feel about it. And I was like, well, you, you have to look at the word is like, there's two different uh, camps of thought around this is that, you know, you've got the younger generation who really is trying to take it back from being that slur and being derivative. Uh-huh. And then you also have some of the, the older LGBT people who really hate it because that word was used so hatefully, uh-huh. uh, you know, when, when they were younger. So I think as far as the sound of it or, and, and just the queer does kind of have a weird ring to it. Uh-huh. But I, I've, as far as whether or not people would find that offensive or anything else, I mean, it, I think it really depends on honestly your age bracket. Cause I think a lot of people in their sixties on up would not be happy with that because they had that people yelling up to them while their friends mm-hmm. and lovers were dying of AIDS. Yeah. Mm. And now, nowadays with people my age and younger, it just, it's, it doesn't 
it doesn't bother me. In fact, I, I think a lot of people, I mean, LGBTQ, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's built into the moniker nowadays. So, yeah, but I, if that's what you're referring to, I don't know if you were or not, but yeah, that's, that's basically what we're referring to. Um, okay. they, they, they reference it as a, you know, the, a justice league queer, uh, sort of thing where they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to do this. I think the choice to try to do one, I think is, I'm all for the representation. I just don't feel like that's sure. the best venue. If that I hear you there. And the other thing, because like this book is coming out and it's Pride Month, and yay, Pride Month. But right now with the uh, DC side of things, um, there's not an ongoing Batwoman. There's mm-hmm. not really, um, I think there's a character currently in tight, Teen Titans who is. But there's not a really um, a big ongoing book. Mm-hmm. So um, it seems this year, especially, there seems to be a lot of memes going on. The uh, companies Over, bring out yeah. their Pride flags, yeah. Pride colors to sell people stuff but yeah. then it goes away is this pride anthology it's great that it's here but at the same time is um having something more ongoing and just there every month mm-hmm. be better so i i looked up the book reviews because i wanted to see what other people thought of this mm-hmm. uh-huh. when we were recording because i knew we were going to be recording it today and um and all the critics were like 10 10 it's great it's wonderful it's representation it's wonderful and the people that read it were like okay yeah. it's another corporation giving yeah. us something during pride month that they'll never continue until yeah. the next pride month when they want to yep. make their money and it just has that same kind of feel and i forget the the congresswoman um who is kind of going after all the corporations that have turned their like logos mm-hmm. yeah you know with it's a rainbow bow and everything and then <clears throat> posting like the money how much money they gave to mitch mcconnell's mm-hmm. um yeah uh, right. campaign while he was blocking you know uh gay rights and all this other stuff and it's just like yeah it it has that same kind of feel with this honestly like yeah. especially with the fact that this included that last story that was just like it just felt very pandering like mm-hmm. it just is like well here's a pride parade and and here's all these characters who are gay and then here's everything and it's like this had nothing to do with like what the hell was this yeah it just it's it has that kind of same thing and and the fact that there isn't something on going i just thought it was really interesting that mm-hmm. all the critics were like it's wonderful and all the readers were like yeah okay this is exactly what we expect so, from every fucking corporation to come <laughs> out and, and that's it so it, it's kind of funny and I, I don't know how real this is but as we're recording this it's in the middle of e3 which is the big video game mm-hmm. conference and bethesda uh did their press conference today my buddy sent me a meme and it has mr the subsidiary of microsoft Yes, yeah, subsidiary of Microsoft, but it's yep. showing all the different Twitters for Bethesda. It's like Bethesda UK, Bethesda Brazil, and they all have like the rainbow symbol. And then Bethesda mm-hmm. Middle East is just normal. And you see the guy interviewing Mr. Krabs who's Bethesda. He's like, what inspired you to use the pride flag for every country except the Middle East? Mm-hmm. Money. I like money. And it's... <laughs> And it is kind of true, I and mean, it's it's really been weird because yeah, I, I really fall in that camp that like okay, cool. So you're you know you you're spending money to get us to you're spending money on this to make gay people or queer people want to go spend money at your place. And I think the one that pissed me off the most because I hate Wells Fargo with a passion mm-hmm. was Wells Fargo is like uh, we take pride in you, you should take pride in your bank or something like that. And I was like, oh my god, I want to go Ooh. fucking find someone and yeah. just murder them because that is like. Like that's not that's almost offensive. Like I, I can't. Yeah. I, like sure, Lena, I can't even. Uh, yeah. But what I've, I've talked to people about, well, and, and they're my bank. So I hate yeah. them so much. Ugh. Go get it. Go go to a credit union. They're nice. Go to uh, a credit union. Especially I want to go to a credit union. for my father's sake because that's literally what he does. Is he's a credit union attorney. But I, what I've always said was. 
you know, with, with these with these companies doing all the pride stuff, because it's you're, you're going to see it's ending with like in uh, February with like Black History Month and stuff, uh, and mm-hmm. then it's October for Breast Cancer Awareness. Everyone does pink. The NFL does pink. Everyone does pink. Uh, look at their actions the other eleven months of the year. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing: is you know, like, if you follow me on social media, you know, I'm always posting memes and I'm just a shit poster and stuff. I probably post more gay stuff in June because it's like, hey, it's Pride Month. But it's almost like if these companies are truly supporting queer people and if they're truly supporting the community all year round, and then, hey, it's June, it's Pride Month, let's celebrate and have some fun with it. Mm-hmm. I'm totally for that. I think that's great. But when it's like, oh, well, it's Pride Month, so we got to trot out the rainbow colors. Let's 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 take the flag and let's dust get the dust off of it. That's when I have a problem with it. Because if they're honestly inclusive and are pushing to make things fair for everyone and equal rights 11 months of the year, yeah, sure, celebrate in the 12th month and let's have a blast. But then at the moment July 1st hits, you know, your your flags come back down and you you know, you go back to your corporatism whatever. That's when I have a problem with it. And I think that's I think it's kind of a fair way to look at it. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. So actually, I do have some thoughts before we get to the grades. So I was looking through uh, the the Marvel one. I was kind of not, not really flipping yeah. through it, but seeing those like right. 12 different stories. What's there? And sure. I think the one thing that Marvel has an edge on, and I have not read it, so I don't know how good it's going to be. But like, Lena, you and I were reading stuff, and even ta- uh, Brian, you're like, I don't know who some of these people are, was that a lot of the queer characters in Marvel we know about. So you've got like Mystique, you've got Iceman, you've got uh, even like Hulkling and Wiccan, people you know, may have heard somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously because they've got more of a presence like the x-men movies yeah uh, the names are kind of more common household names even among people who maybe who aren't as familiar they know the x-men you know you yeah. know the, the basic of the, the avengers and stuff like valkyrie we know valkyrie from mm-hmm. from thor ragnarok so i think they have a little bit more of an edge as far as people understanding where it's coming from and people understanding who these characters are so it might be easier for people to get into that one as far as for a beginning lgbt book i, yeah. I don't know I, I haven't read it so i can't say but I, I think that was kind of one of the detriments to this book was that I could follow the stories along just fine, but I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I've, I've read a decent amount of DC, not nearly as much as like, you know, Todd and, and Brian have, but I'm definitely not like a DC noob, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Do any of these stories make you want to read and discover more? That I'm interested in the question a little bit. Okay. Um, well, let's jump into grades. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your grade for this? You know, this is one of the ones I went into really wanting to root for it because the, the Pulse special they did, the Pulse Orlando was yeah. amazing. I think, didn't we do that our first year? We, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. We did it early on. We did it when it came out. Um, yeah, because we just hit the five-year anniversary of, of Pulse, I believe, oh, wow. this year. Uh, yeah. We're to think we've been doing this for five years and we had the, the hiatus, but yeah, See, time, Biden's so. naming that place a monument. Or yeah, something. I thought he oh, really. Yeah, yeah sure I thought they made a national monument. The, the straight white men. Uh, I, I gotta go with a B minus. I really, really wanted to like this. It's yeah, I said it before when I review films. Is nothing hurts more than rooting for a movie so hard and going in and it, it's not being good. Which isn't to say it's not good in a lot of ways. Uh, I just I I feel like they've done a better job in the past. And after reading the first Batwoman story, it just kind of went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little bump with the green. You know, you're going on a roller coaster and you get the little bump in the middle from the Green Lantern one, but that was mm-hmm. it. Yeah, um, Lena. Uh, I'm gonna go with the B minus too. I you know it wasn't terrible, but the 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 total of the stories there were only a couple that were. Would you recommend it? To 
No, not unless they're a big DC fan. Um, okay. It's just hard to follow who the hell everybody is. If you don't know who they sure. are, it was it was really tough to kind of get into. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Mr. Todd? I give it a C. Okay. Um, Batwoman does start out strong, but it's, um, it is a collection of stories. The theme is pride. But the stories as a collection, it's got some, it's got a strong standout and the rest are there. Yeah. And they Not- end it terribly. They do. They do. Yeah. Uh, so I, it, yeah, it's a C. Okay. I'm going to piggyback on that a little bit, and I will, because I think one of the things that you just made me think of to change my grade is you asked Lena if she would recommend it, and I'm thinking to myself, would I recommend this book? And if someone wanted to read this, I would say, here, read the first story, and then and just give stop. it back to me, because it's not going to take that much time. I wouldn't necessarily recommend people to go out and get it, unless you want to, you know, put your vote with your dollar and say, okay, DC, I want to see more gay characters. I don't know if buying the Pride special is going to do that, but, you know, it might help. I don't know. Um, sure. So, uh, yeah. I like, like another Batwoman ongoing or something. For sure, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. I... I don't want to JLQ. I just, I feel like yeah. having a band of superheroes joined together based on their sexuality, I think it's just fucking weird. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's almost like implying that Batman and Superman only get along because they both like chicks. Like, that just No, they only get along because their their mothers are both named Martha. Remember? Oh, that's right. You're right. Of course. There yes. we so go. So technically... I, I guess it's just as weird. I same. guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So we, yeah, I want the I want the JLM uh, Justice League Martha. All kids of uh, Martha's they can uh, they can join. It'll be great. There is one. It's called Batman Superman. But um, there is a book. Of exactly there is a book. That. There is a book. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, next week uh, we come out of our Pride Month. <laughs> um, I see what you did there. Yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you appreciated that and gave me the terrible laugh to point that out. Um, I actually did think it was funny. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, for july we're continuing our summer theme we're doing a a summer loving uh we are starting with trouble by mark miller uh a look behind the curtain we've already pre-recorded that episode because we were waiting for this one to come out so um it's amusing uh the episode is amusing the book maybe not so much so Uh, no we definitely had we had fun with that episode i remember we had fun with the episode uh we did not necessarily enjoy the book um and uh thanks joe casada yeah, so I would say listen to that episode. Don't necessarily read the book. I, I would say w- w- that's going to be a better experience. Um, but yeah, we're doing Summer oh. Lovin'. Um, we're doing Trouble, Strangers in Paradise, Heartstopper, and Blue Flag. And then we're doing the Dog Days of Summer with Red Rover Charlie. Thanks a lot, Todd. Science Dog, Battle Pug, <laughs> Gumble, and Lockjaw. Who's a good boy? Uh, so that's our next two months of books. Um, and I think we have September decided, but I want to double check with everybody on that one. Um, and then we have October. We have Halloween books, so I'm excited about all that as well um so yeah thanks for everybody for joining us and uh we will see you all later Bye. Bye. i still heard adam last on that i think he's the one to last longer probably no, I, I, yeah. Yeah. unlike real life so giggity good lord <laughs>